fitting in this year right now? Well, I mean, obviously with the new red shirt rule, you don't have to make a decision right now. So, uh, and that's valuable for those guys coming in to know that every week can be their week because uh, at this level of football, you can be a sprained ankle away from being in there. And which safety position do you see him you know, best suited for right now? Or can he play both? Yeah, and uh, that's the big thing. He has the ability to play both. And we've tried to cross-train a lot in, uh, in training camp because we want to have the opportunity to put our best two guys out there and not be limited by a position. So at the end of the day, both all the guys have been required to learn both of them. And so I think he can go in at either spot and be effective. What's really impressed you about him so far this preseason? Uh, really his, his demeanor. You know, he hadn't been overwhelmed. And obviously, um, when a freshman comes in, that's one of the first things that you worry about by, by it being too much. But I think with the competition that we've had so far, a number of guys who've taken reps, he's not been in that situation to get overwhelmed. So he's been steady Eddie throughout camp. And again, the next week and a half, we're going to be telling Paul Mawala probably doesn't get you know the attention that maybe Houston or Derek got you know before they got here and obviously when they're now that they're here. What what has Paul shown you so far? You know, Paul just brings his hard hat to work every day. Different build than Derek, but still can be an effective player, more of a physical downhill player, um, has a high football IQ, moves around well for his size, and so he's gonna be a guy who's gonna be a great player for us. Is he a guy that you're kind of kind of wait and see given the redshirt rule maybe if he can make an impact whether it's on defensive side or maybe even special teams right yeah at this point with the new rule we hadn't closed the door on anything right now because again the more guys that we can play whether it's on special teams that can save some of the starters reps so again it's one of those things where he's going to continue to develop and then we'll make that decision um whenever coach kelly wants it <laughs> as a group are they where you thought they would be or maybe are they a little bit ahead of where because uh, i know houston obviously was here in the, in the spring but you you know, as a group, as a whole, I, I think they're probably a little bit um, above where I thought they would be because I think they really took it upon themselves to accept the challenge of continuing to develop in the summer. When I left them in, after spring and going on the road recruiting, you always worry about that time. But seeing the way they opened up training camp, you can tell that they've been working. Nick Coleman was singled out by Coach Kelly here recently as a guy that's been really impressive. What, what has he brought to the field for your group so far? You know, he's a guy who, you know, when I came in, I told the whole group that whatever happened before I got here really, to me, doesn't matter. Everybody has a clean slate and that we're going to evaluate the film on a daily basis and the competition's been ongoing. I think Nick personally accepted that challenge. And he can, you can tell that he's a different player when we started fall camp. He's, uh, his reactions are better. He's processing it quicker. He knows where to go quicker. And that, that's about being in the right position at the right time, and he's doing a great job. When do you think it kind of clicked for him? Was it heading into the fall, or did you guys kind of see it maybe in the springtime? Well, I, I think definitely in fall camp, you know, because um, you know, I think he would tell you he didn't have the greatest spring. And I think he really dedicated himself to being a better mental player. And then now it's showing up physically. And now he's in position to make some plays. And now he's getting that production that he wants to get. Can he do anything differently than maybe some of the other guys in the room that puts him in the spot he's in now? Well, I think, the big, yeah, I think the biggest thing for Nick, I mean, if you just were combine testing, he would probably test the best of all the safeties. And so I think that's something that you can't coach. You know, so he has a, a great speed. Um, he has a, a good body type for his safety, and he's pretty strong pound for pound for his size. So he has all the things that you need to be a high-level safety. 
do you expect him to you know be in that kind of starting role in the fall or is yeah. everyone still kind of competing back yeah here? I mean it's still an open competition um, you know I tell him every day it's a competition and we got about a week and a half before we got to start saying all right here are the guys that we're going to go into uh, you know the first few weeks with is to being the guys who are going to you know be in a rotation so again he's definitely worked his way into the conversation and then you know now it's about the next week and a half thanks coach thank you coach tim o'malley with our illustrated good to meet you um probably gonna get a couple repeats here (laughs) but um it seems that for a guy making strides from the end of the year last year or the spring to now nick coleman has has really seized it what was about his offseason in camp so far that has pushed him kind of back into that role you know um nick was a guy who when you watched him you know he always had um the physical attributes that you look for in safety he was fast he's strong he's explosive um but i think the biggest change that i've seen and we've seen since training camp is that he understands he's processing quicker so he's getting himself to the right spot quicker there's not hesitation and so when you combine that with the athletic ability that he has you know he's turned himself into a very productive player here you know about you know at least a little bit over halfway through camp now it's about maintaining that consistency and and staying at that level and that's the next challenge for him so um, really happy where he's at but Nick took the challenge when we left here after after spring to, to make himself a better player. So uh, he put the work in, and now he's reaping uh, the benefits of it to be in the conversation, to be in a rotation when we get this thing kicked off. And having guys like, I mean, Gilman, has, we, we've kind of seen him from spring to now. He's, he's usually in there with the first unit. He's, you know, mm-hmm. people speak highly of him. So that gives you backups that used to start in the mm-hmm. situation, especially Jalen Elliott all of last year. Stud still has kind of sprinkled some in. Mm-hmm. Do you notice that veteran depth? there where it's it's good to have former starters on your second unit at this point there's no question because you know at the end of the day you know you have the opportunity now on the way offenses go you might have to play 80 plays and again you know every player is like tires on a car there's only so much thread so now if we can get 20 plays 25 30 plays out of three different guys now they can be fresher not only in that game at the present time but also as we get late in the season where the plays don't add up on the guys and then obviously when you're talking about the defensive back position in general people forget about the special teams plays that get tacked on there so that's where the younger guys can really take a little bit of load off some of those veterans and you know that's why uh, Paul Derek and Houston are still in the mix and with the new red shirt rule you have the liberty of you know making that decision later on yeah I want to ask you about a couple of younger guys Um, Houston we saw of course in the spring and he made he showed strides I know he had a little bit of an injury to battle through here how has he kind of fought through that um you know because a guy that comes in early he, he had the kind of had a leg up on the other ones because he knows the defense going into the summer you know there's no question you know uh, when you do get a mid-year guy the first thing you tell him is hey January to June it's going to be the hardest six months of your life I mean it is because you have no idea what you're getting into and you're not going to appreciate those struggles until a new freshman come in in June and that's what you saw with Houston that when everybody else when DA and Paul came in in June Houston was like a vet because he was telling them where to go where to eat where to get your books all of that stuff so he's really reaped the benefits of being around it for those extra months and Paul and, uh, and DA they've both come in and they've adjusted well Paul has been a great uh, sounding board for those guys and the veterans have really uh, embraced those guys because they know we need everybody to be an effective unit.
Houston kind of solidified, hey, he's going to be a safety when he was going back and forth and spraying corner. What what is kind of his skill set now, where he can if he can go in and contribute to you guys right away? Yeah, you know, playing all of these spread teams, you know, you want safeties who have cover skills because a lot of these offenses put their best receiver in a slot. So you want a guy who you feel confident about covering that guy because you know. Uh, the West Walkers of the world in the slot, Julian Elliman in the slot. That's a tough matchup. And so now you have a guy in Houston who's played corner in high school, so he has elite cover skills. But again, with him transforming his body from uh, January to June, now you got a guy who can also hold up in the physicality of the run game. So he gives you the unique ability to play, you know, both areas of the, of the offense versus a run and the pass. Do people like Griffith and, and obviously a senior in Coleman, if he's not a starter, they, they almost give you the opportunity to play a dime, whereas Notre Dame's kind of been stuck in a nickel for a long time because there's not enough safeties that can they can bring a third safety in and, and play six defensive backs. Yeah, you know, I think that's the struggle with a lot of defenses these days is that it's hard to find that hybrid. Yeah. That guy who can be equally effective versus the run and the pass. And again, those body types, those skill sets are what you value, especially in recruiting, because you want to have the ability to keep those guys on the field and you can just match with anything. The last one for me, just you mentioned Allen. He's got big rangy guy what does he kind of need to uh it's with all those veterans up there what is his, his first shot kind of trying to wake it first his way into special teams and see if he can get past the four game as you mentioned a lot of guys are going to get a shot because mm-hmm. of the four game rule there no i i think derek uh, the biggest thing for me is that with his length he we don't have a lot of long guys back there now so he has that advantage over a lot of guys in, in, a, in a safety room and again so now for a freshman it's the speed of the game yeah you know, because now you're going against 22-year-old men and so and the physicality of it. And I think the more he gets adjusted to that, uh, the quicker he can get involved in a, in a game situation. But with this new uh, redshirt rule, we don't have to make that decision right, now. Right. So um, it's full steam ahead. And we'll see at the end of the day how we're gonna how it's gonna work out. Saying Miles Boykin's a little different than the guys he went against last year. Yeah, I, I would say so. <laughs> so <all right. laughs>